Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rabble podcast. Um, it's Jamie here, and we're going to do match reaction to the, what we've just uh, witnessed at Tynecastle. I am joined by uh, John and Scott, and Cammy was there, but he dropped off. There he is. Yeah, there he's back. <laughs> joined by Scott, John, and Cammy. The, that's some team we've got on the day, by the way. How are we doing, lads? Good. Fine. Good now. Fine. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Especially after that, after that result. Uh, great, um, great, great result. Predicted 2-0, but it should have been far, far, far easier. Let me get to that. I just want to say um, hello to everybody watching and thank you for watching along um, on YouTube. Um, bring your comments in and we'll kick off. Care. I don't know, right? I may have been watching a different game, but I thought that was quite... I know I know McGregor had a few saves to make. I'd expect that at Tynecastle. But I thought that was good. Care. Um, I can, oh, you were, you, were, you cut out there for a second. No, no I thought we actually, after we went, I thought we'd done well to go 2-0 up. We threw two fantastic goals, I have to say. But after that, we let Hearts in it quite, I'm not saying easy, but we let Hearts in it. They had a few chances. I just thought we won the ball back and we were turning it over very easily. In the second half, it was more especially through the centre, but overall, going to Tynecastle, 1-2-0, getting three points. She said to me at the start of the day, that was going to happen with that performance that I took it, and sometimes you just get frustrated when you're watching stuff, don't you? You pick up the negatives and the positives, but I suppose 2-0, victory, three points, I'm happy with that. Cami, were you getting frustrated watching that in the centre half? Uh, I was a bit like McCoy in the commentary, to be honest with you. He um, was very similar. I thought we, we settled for our we settled for 2 nothing. to be honest with you. I think we tried to bring Hearts on to as the substitution. Obviously, bringing Wright on was to try and utilise his, his pace. But with a couple of chances after half-time, you know, uh, put, the game to, put the game to bed before the hour mark and then you're, 
you're sitting on a deck chair smoking a cigar for the last half an hour, you know, and it's, you're, you're one of these, you're just panicking, even with 10 minutes to go, five minutes to go, you're thinking it goes 2-1, they throw a cross in sort of thing, but over the piece, delighted, uh, delighted with 2-0, and uh, Geo's, Geo's has had a, a real impact, because I think um, that's a month ago, that would have been a, that would have been a game that, I, I'm not so sure we would have uh, handled as as well. John, on paper, it was perhaps the one of the toughest tests of the season on Hearts team undefeated at home. Um, we've got to be happy to walk come away with two 0 Yeah, I mean the result's fine. If you if you didn't watch the game and you've just you've been working or whatever, you've missed the game. You've seen the result. We're two 0 up early. We seem to have seen the game out pretty comfortably. It wasn't the way the game was. So that was that was that was a horrendous second half. That was a really tough watch. I felt. I felt if they'd got a goal, we were in trouble. Um, I think McGregor was, I know we've, we've already put him as man of the match. McGregor was phenomenal again. I don't know what's happened to him because he seems like he's got all his confidence back and yeah. making all those critical saves. Back up sharp for um, the boys' rebound, the one that he gets up. Just really, really good goalkeeping. Um, really impressed. I think, there's just, I think Hearts are a good side. I can see a lot of the comments kind of echoing that. Hearts are actually a really good side. They, they didn't sit in, they press high. The only thing that did disappoint me was when Goldson, I was watching it with my mate there, and we were saying, that second goal, that's what we've been crying out for. That whole Gerrard start of the season is just runners making straight runs in behind and giving Goldson someone to hit. And then the minute we get the second goal, we stopped doing that. <laughs> everyone everyone seemed like we were inside their own half. The amount of passes that went Tavernier, Goldson, McGregor, Bassey, McGregor, Goldson, Tavernier, and nothing was happening, while Sakala is coming short for the ball, we're like, you seen the blueprint? Just put it over the top. That's why Sakala's there. That's why Aribo's making those runs. Why Kent's in? We've got all that pace. It makes it really easy to break presses. And I think from the second goal, I think we probably thought the game was done. And I mean, he proved right. What I know, Van Bronckhurst obviously was right. The game was done. But I think there was a lot of there was a lot of luck and a lot of Alan McGregor involved in that. But like we said, you cannot argue if you're taking a two 0 win away for Tynecastle, a third clean sheet in a row in the league. It feels like we're back to kind of what we're doing. I think I've realised what I did. I watched the game on Rangers TV, man. So it was all um, <laughs> unicorns and rainbows, man. And I was getting, I'm dragged into Big Tom commentary there. I was loving life. Back was easy. Not realising. <laughs> um, Kerr, Hart started the game probably the first five minutes as as I probably as we probably expected. But um, Goldson put the ball through to Kent, who then just, I'm sure it went from Goldson to Kent. Hits the byline. Now, yep. we've probably been crying out for Kent to be doing that. And this is another part of the Geo thing, which I want to yeah. touch on a few things about Geo, but Kent hits the byline. Sakala brings it back and the Morelos puts it away. Yeah. It, was a, it was a cracking goal. It was. And that's, that's why I like to keep players away because it, it makes a part bigger for you to point as well because we were very... Before that, we were always through the middle trying to play the ball through. But like John said earlier, the long diagonals works, a long ball, especially with the pace we've got with Kent and Sakala, with the pace they've got, they're very hard to pin back. You've seen Sakala in the second half came by kind of like he wasn't there. So if we can use the players to our strengths, it's going to work for us. It's when we do it the opposite. But as a good goal, and Mariola seems slightly different the way he's playing as well. He seems about a bit more confidence back. I thought it came a bit deeper again, which was frustrating because I like Alfie when he's further up the park, back yeah. into players holding the ball up, laying it off, turning folk. But when he comes deeper, Sakala was coming deeper. And like John said, we didn't have an out ball, so we were struggling. Without ball and hearts knew that, so they're pressing us further up the park. But when you've got that out ball, they're going to sit deeper because they don't want to be 
caught out really well already, but the first goal was superb. It's good to see Alfie scoring. He's name at the end. He seems to have a bit of love back of the game, and that's what you want, because that's, that's the Morelos you want in the team. Oh, it's 11, 11 goals. Is it 11 goals now by Christmas? I mean, it's not hitting 30s at the end of the season, but he's on track to get 20 anyway, Cammy, isn't he? What, by Chris? By the time end of the season, Celtic. at least. No, but the time we play Celtic, <laughs> he might have 20. No, he look, <laughs> listen, you, you know my... You know my thoughts on on Morelos. He looks happy. Uh, I think that he was one that probably um, was delighted by the managerial change. I think uh, his relationship with Gerard had reached its its uh, its end. To be honest with you, you know. So I um, I'm, I was my my wee puppy was sitting next to me when Morelos scored, and eight weeks old, she she nearly. Had a heart attack after six days <laughs> in the house. <laughs> she's she sort of looked at me as if to say, "What are you screaming for?" You know. But I great finish, and uh, for that ten minutes, we we were we were superb. You know, and the rest of the the, the game we managed it, but should have should have done more. But hey ho. Hopefully she needs. Hopefully she'll get used to that, Cammy. The rest of the season, I think. Yeah, she'll need to get used to it. John, starting eleven. Were we surprised? Looks like a real. It looked like a real attacking lineup from this from the from the outset. Not really. No, it was it was some similar to what I expected. I wasn't sure if he thought Wright had done enough on Thursday to maybe keep his space, but I did think it was going to be uh, Sakala or Wright on that right wing position. I thought that was going to be what he was going to try and do. Um, Kingsley's Kingsley's a brilliant technical footballer, but yeah. he definitely is slow going back the way. Um, so I don't know if that's been identified or if that was more just luck rather than creation, but. Kingsley has been slow. I think Sakala showed him in a few times that he was really capable of doing him if he wanted to. Even just over five, ten yards, he was able to rip him apart for the first goal. He'd done it in the second half. I just wish he'd done it a bit more, but that was that was us playing too deep and inviting them on a little bit. But no, this, the starting 11 was as expected. I, I just think we could have maybe made subs a bit earlier, um, just to kind of yeah. close up. I think we were all saying in the chat, maybe get a Davis or Lundstrom on. I know it came on eventually, but just with the fact we've got Wednesday, Saturday coming up this week and then we're in the Christmas schedule. But at the same time, he's probably wanting to see players. He probably needs minutes in people's legs to get a full feel of what's going on. Um, but uh, it's, it's hard. To, it's hard to find anything to complain about. To be honest, it's uh, it's good. <laughs> it's a hectic schedule as always, isn't it? Six six games in twenty two, I think, um, on the horizon. So I've not even told my missus that one yet. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, um. William put a comment up there for William saying there's six points in the capital this season yeah. so far. That's fantastic. And um, the six points were tied up almost, really. And and, and after the, the 15 minutes or something like that, old school Goldson, man, big diag, Cammy over the top. And what is that touch all about? That's... He's just. It, I think there was a pass before that. I think uh, he, he didn't. He didn't get onto it, sort of thing, you know. Yeah. But I mean, Golson plays that pass. Uh, Golson the last two games. Uh, I think to be honest, we since the semi final, I think Golson has, uh, and I think it shows the character of the of the man. I think yeah. his uh, his performances have been very good. I think he's had an impact on the positivity around uh, Calvin Bassey. Um, wasn't Bassey's best day today, to be honest with you, but I uh, Joe Rebo just superb and get that contract signed, Joe. I know, we well, not let's not even start. <laughs> we, can't, we, can't, we can't do that. Um, 
Kerr, one thing I was wanting to just touch on, and it was quite evident in the first half at points. I actually, at halftime, was sitting pretty thinking, Hearts are never going to trouble us. And I know they did in the second half, but Geo's brought in a kind of real solid shape when we're defending. Hearts were getting, in the first half, Hearts were resorting to just hitting pot shots for you outside the box. Yeah, I think he's trying to make it. Obviously, Kamara was sitting really deep. I think at one point he was in between the centre half, so they could spread out, and it's it's making it difficult to play through the lines. Hearts did seem to pinpoint uh, Bassey for some reason. Then Boyce was always put on to Bassey, just because he's a bit inexperienced and his positional play can cause him issues at times. He done okay. Bassey's had better days. With Hearts never scored, but he was unlucky a couple times, especially when they hurt the bar himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But it's just, they're going to have to get used to I mean, Jill's not long in the door. And you can we can see a difference. The players can see a difference. You can see the players are actually maybe enjoying playing for. Then you get this new way. A bit more yeah. about them. Obviously, Tav and Borner's not going up the park as much. So it's making, it's making us a bit more defensive. And you can see that with the clean sheets as well. So it's a work in progress still. But it's good. He's come in. With, the teams are finding it's hard to beat. I've had a bit of luck here and there. But every team gets luck. Uh, we might not win day, but we're having it at the moment, so we just keep picking up the points and keep going. Cammy, I'm just I'll, we'll, we'll let you answer this next question because seeing as your name is Van Bronckhorst on there, it's something I was thinking about um, during the start of the game. That I don't know if I'm just I said I wasn't fully on the geo train yet, just I wanted to see how it's panning out. But I, after today, I'm right on there, man. I'm putting the horn. Is that right? To, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't think he's changed. It's not been massive changes. It's just subtle. I've used this phrase a hundred times this week, care subtle tweaks. But <laughs> it, it is. It's, it, he hasn't reinvented the wheel. He's not had the time on the training ground. And I think Scott Arfield in the presser spoke about it, that a lot of the information has been via team meetings and the tactical stuff that they're, that they're doing. I think if we can get to January, get to January four points or better, he's going to have a bit of time on the training ground you know, we're we're only going to get stronger. This is only this is only the start. Massively positive signs, but I think there's so much more to come. Um, uh, listen, I was I was all aboard the, the Geo train. Loved him as a player. Followed his career uh, throughout. After he left, he left us, and he, he obviously done well at Feyenoord. He's came back to us. He he just he oozes class, you know, looks like a Rangers manager. See, when you see him standing there on the side of the park, he just, he looks like a Rangers manager, yeah. acts like a Rangers manager and uh, all he has to do is now win trophies as a Rangers manager and I've uh, no doubt that he will do that many times. John, I was going to, I'm going to come to you next, but there's a question came in for you, so just from Cory Monster, just want to see if he can answer the question for him. <laughs> I'm a fan of a pink shirt. Everyone knows this. <laughs> um, John, I thought as well, and we've spoken about this, probably something that we'd lacked in previous seasons under Gerard was game management. You can just tell by even McGregor's booking and just, we sl- when it got to 2-0, we slowed the game down the last 10-15 in the first half and I just think there's a bit of game management, certainly a, a, an improvement in our game management under Van Bronckhorst, I think. It's alright, but I, I think we've done it too early. I, I don't mind going into our last 20 minutes mm-hmm. where a 2-0 lead and seeing it out. We done that way too early. It, it was too safe. I honestly think there was a third goal. I mean, we did have chances to be fair, but I think there was a third goal in that first half for us that would have completely killed the game. It's pure cliche as fuck, but two 0 is very dodgy. If they get a goal in the last ten minutes, we're backs against the wall. We're camped in. I think we could have we could have kept doing what we're doing through to half time and then changed it. We let them come and top us. 
I don't particularly think it was a masterclass. I, I think when people watch that back, Hearts had more shots in goal, more shots yep. in target, more corners, more possession of the ball. That that doesn't read too good. Hearts are a good side, but we should still be outplaying them and have more possession of the ball. Um, that would be the only thing that concerns me, that McGregor did have to be so good. Yeah. Okay, this is something... I mean, I thought this guy had another couple of good saves as well. Um, I think it was, was a one from Arfield as well. Um, Craig Gordon, again, and we've spoken about him yep. a lot and best of the rest. Um, yeah. Made another couple of good saves today, which probably kept, could have kept the score down as well for us. We all know how good a goalkeeper Craig Gordon is. It's I mean we watch the rest of the SPL to do the other show, and just Craig Gordon's just phenomenal. He's a bit like Alan McGregor. I know Alan, we all kind of agreed. Alan, didn't he? He hadn't lost it early in the season, but we thought it was a slight change. It seems I got that back. But Craig Gordon, he'll save Hearts 10 15 points a season easy because he's that good a keeper. And to have two goalkeepers that age in the park pulling off saves like that, it's just, it's just really good for Scottish football. Do you know what I mean? It's the both of them are superb on their day and they're very hard to beat. And it was actually a really good game of football for anybody watching that wasn't a fan of either team because it was back and forth. And the type of game, it's a better game to watch than some of your Premiership games. Do you know what I mean? And it's a really good game of football today. Yeah. Like John says, if you watch it back again, you probably realise maybe how well Hearts played, how pinpoint other things. But as a fan, one side or the other, it's frustrating to watch. But as I'm not a neutral, it was a great game. Folks, um, thanks for watching, coming along. Um, obviously, we've got Patreon as well, so links in the description for them who can afford £2 a month to listen to all our other, our other content. Um, yeah, bring, bring in some comments, folks, and I'll bring them up. Um, and this is something I want to touch on as well, and the big man's put it on. Another clean sheet today, Cammy. Um, That's only one goal we've conceded. Is that one goal in the league we've conceded under Gerard, or one goal in total? I thought it was two we'd conceded, but the defence... One in the league like, against Livingston, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure on the stats. I think we've, uh, I think we've rode our luck on occasions um, defensively. I think uh, there's, there's still a bit of polish required. I still... Uh, Thursday night with regard to set pieces. Um, it's not a day to be really... Uh, too hypercritical for the fantastic result, um, but I, st- I still think yeah, there's there's a, a wee bit of work to do defensively, set pieces, and uh, as much as I'm loving Bassey, I think uh, there's there's times he's he's uh, positionally he, he, he struggles, but that is his inexperience in that in that position. I do think Borna, I think Borna has been excellent this defensively, and I love the the way that he flipped the switch. He went from perfectly calm to a complete madman and. <laughs> basically about five seconds, which then resulted in Ginelli losing the plot and uh, getting getting sent off, sort of thing. You know, I think Tav's Tav defensively, I think's been been pretty good, and uh, I think Golson's been excellent. And I think we spoke about the the re- revitalised Alan McGregor. So if you talk about it individually, I think yeah. the defence is doing quite well. But I think collectively, I still think there's a bit of. Um, Again, that's where I think we get to January. They can maybe spend a bit more time working on on, on certain aspects of it. By that time, Balogun will be fit, Hollander will be fit. It gives you a bit more uh, a bit more options. Um, but I, we're, we're not looking uh, as leaky as we did. But there is still there's still a wee bit of work to do, in my opinion. John, it, it is early doors still under Gerard. And Bassey's came in for a lot of plaudits. 
to be fair. Um, I thought today he did struggle a wee bit, but you think he's so young to get a, a, a game against a guy like Boyce, who's a, is a seasoned pro, especially in the SPL. Um, it'd be a good test for him, and he'll, he'll learn from that, surely. Liam Boyce is probably the smartest player at doing what he did today in the league. Um, that'll be, that'll be the that'll be the hardest game of that type that he'll play against somebody who just literally attached himself to him didn't he want to run away from him didn't he want to run a channel he put himself in front of him and he made the space for Haring and Devlin just to put ball straight into him and it was just that second midfield run that was concerning me if it got popped off into Mackay uh, Mackay Stephen uh, that was the only thing that was really concerning me but they did that deliberately I think it was Cammy said that before we started he pulled yeah. on to Bassey he knew what he was doing because he knew he was nothing out of Goldson and that's where their first few chances come from um, and that that's that is the only thing. But like we said, he's young. He's going to have to learn. You're only going to learn and get better by playing these games. You can't do it just doing training and watching people. So it will be. Oh God, here he is. It will be <laughs> an improvement. Look at that. Can that's I a riot? Come on, you. Can I can I just say I apologise. I've not been very well over the last couple of days, and I'm still not feeling too great. Um, but I put in earlier. Um, get your comments in, and you can help support the podcast if you want by sending in super chats as well. Um, obviously, super chats come in regardless of what the question is. As long as it's clean, we we <laughs> shall answer it, and I shall bring it up, gents, and then I will leave because I realise that this does not look good. Face for radio, Martin. It's not even a face for radio. This wouldn't even get me on radio. Um, it's from Cameron Kellis, RFC, who who generously donates two pound to the podcast. Um, do we all agree, Geo is a step up from Stevie G? Maybe early days, but I shall leave it with you guys and I will get this mug off of this. Thank you, Martin. It's a good question, Cameron, for me. Um, I think no one's going to say here he's not, is he? I'm, I think it's a step up. You can, I can just see little things that are happening so early on that I'm impressed by it. Or maybe it's just because we were so used to seeing 4 3 3. I think it's early days. I think you're going to have to wait to see what we. Trophies you get in the back, how we set out, what players are bringing in themselves, and I think, like Cammy mentioned, after the three week break in January, you might see something different. That's moment in time. It's early for Gio. If you ask Gio that, you probably see that himself. It's early. We hope he has a step up. I mean, it can't be. Any, we can't do any worse than with Gerard. Everyone's a league like Gerard will be happy, and that's. But it's a step up now. It's a lot of pressure to put on him. Cammy, what are you thinking? Ah, oh, listen, it's way, way too early to. To, to even, you know, we've had the bounce for the new manager. Gerard's went down south to Villa. Villa have had a bounce from from him coming in. Are Villa fans saying that Gerard's better than Dean Smith? You know, at the end of the day, it's the it's the twelfth of December. <laughs> you know, we could we could be sitting here doing, doing the live reaction after the Celtic game, and we've went to Pitodre and we've dropped two points, and you've lost the Old Firm game, and then. The pressure's right on. So I, I think let's let's wait until we're all sitting here with a glass of champagne at the end of April and we're all getting emotional doing the live reaction and the league trophies there. It's way too early to um, to, to say that. I think until he wins something uh, over a, 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 at the end of the season, wins, wins the league and wins the Scottish Cup. Um, but... I, I don't think it's uh, it's fair, and I don't think it's uh, it's fair on Geo or fair on Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, one you, as you know, folks, there's one personality to talk about quite a lot, and um, Brian is asking the question, and I think a lot of people it's the bounce. You're just saying that, John. The boys are saying the bounce you get when a new manager comes in, but I don't know if Kamara's maybe been given a wee bit more um, responsibility, and and they're almost on his lonesome. 
but he's stepping. He's such a what a player. He is, but I mean, I, I, I think if he's watched that game back, you'll see a lot of the problems are the fact that midfield's overrun, and that would be my main concern about this old firm game if we get there with the way he brings in fullbacks and play. He's going to have four in that middle of the park and the way that Aribo's playing, which is more like a second striker, it's going to become very evident that we're overrunning that middle of the park. So, I mean, I would expect Gio to have something different up his sleeve for the old firm, going back to three in midfield and having two sitters. But that would be my only concern. I, I, I felt at Livingston, Kamara got overrun a lot, being that lonesome DM. I thought he was excellent today. It's just that the ball was probably the best in the team, getting out for the back. I felt like people struggled. There was a lot of loose passes. So I think in that Kamara does get the pass marks, but he's 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 got a lot of work if he thinks he can have him as a sole CDM. That would be my only concern. As I think in bigger games, he'll get like a European game. You couldn't do that. He struggled in Livingston. So I, but I also think Kamara last season was head and shoulders above what he's still showing just now. So there's both. And as for the Gerard Geo question, I think it's just a sidestep on it, a very similar level of manager regardless of what follows. I think they're both the exact same calibre. I just think we needed a, a fresh voice in that room. Yeah. I felt like it went pure stale in that team. So I think I think we could have appointed, not, not appointed anyone, but I think if someone came in with the right simple changes that he's made, we would have probably seen this bounce as well. It will be when, like Cammy said, we got a transfer window out of him, when we've seen two months down the line where it really is. I still think that Davis is still the best in that position. And I like the fact, I don't think he's dropped Davis. I think he's using Davis very sparingly, knowing the congestion in calendar. And I think when you look at that old firm setting the January Aberdeen away, Stephen Davis will be on that team because he's, he's he is the best at what he does. And I like the fact that he's using them sparingly. Today's lack of subs, I think, is through minutes of people not playing in Leon, giving people the rest. So they needed the 60, 70 minutes, 80 minutes extra. Because that's what you keep you keep getting told. Like it's it's almost detrimental to have a player playing twenty less minutes than they're used to. So you sometimes have to only make two subs. I do like the fact that he's he has given people time. He has given people rest because I think we'll now see. He he took Kent off in his first three games early, and he's played them the full ninety since. I think that's a big thing. I think he's going to manage these players much better. And not to talk too much about Celtic, but if you look at the injuries they're currently racking up. It can only be good that we've got a squad that size. And everything Gio seems to do just now is working a treat. He brought Arfield in for a game, scored the opening goal against Livingston. Yeah. Brought Scott Wright in on Thursday, scores the goal. Brought Sakala in today, gets the assist. Everything just seems to be rolling just now. And the little tweaks he's making are working. So long may long may that continue. So to answer that very long-winded question, yeah, Kamara was good today. <laughs> I do not trust him as a CDM. I, I, I need somebody else in alongside him. Okay, I'll- um, another thing from Gio we've seen today, um, not scared to make a few like more difficult changes as in respect of he takes b- off both Morelos and Sakala during the game. Yeah. Now, John was seen earlier, it probably could have been a bit earlier, but yeah. he takes both our strikers off, um, leaving us with no natural striker on the part. So we almost went to a kind of false nine um, weekend, I think it was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. See, KLC just making changes like that. We've never seen this before. It just goes to show how versatile this squad perhaps could be. I think, you know, the way we play, because the, the guys up top are, are fast, we know we can play the ball on them, they can run channels, different sides, and go through the middle. I think it was just, they brought in Lundstrom just to try and show it up. Because you know yourself, at 2-0, farts like a goal, you start to feel you but under pressure. But he's done well with Joey's substitution after Sunder, Gerard. 
that was fine, but we all knew it was going to wait 70, 75 minutes and Gerard would make a sub, it was always kind of the same or he didn't make it quick enough for a lot of people, but it's just the way he goes. We've got a lot of options up top, especially for all fat and all firemen. We've got a lot of options that can play in different positions. And if, like I said, Ella Morelis can be the main focal one again, and it's, it's good for us. But I like the way he's come in and started doing things so far. Uh, Cammy, I actually, um, I had Kent as my man in the match, um, but I think he's coming on. It's just once, once he gets going, yeah, Cammy, the league could be in trouble because he's starting to, he's, he's getting better and better every game just now. We just need to get the ball to him a bit more. Uh, for me, someone uh, seen that in the comments. Thursday, no, we're not talking about Thursday night. He had the he had the right back on toast, and we never got the ball anywhere near enough. I know it's an away game in Europe, but I thought today when he was on the ball, he looked very dangerous. He looked sharp, and I mean, if you think back to the the Kent that played in the semi final, he looked. He was, I mean, everybody was pretty poor that day. But yeah. um, I I think Kent will be one. I think that we will manage, I think, as, as well across this uh, busy schedule because obviously the injury is coming back. But Kent and Aribo are, are, are massive for us, um, middle to front, create, uh, create, creatively. But we just need to get the ball to Kent a bit more, in my opinion. That was just the, the minor frustration with regard to the way that we settled for, the, settled for what we had at 2-0. There was times just where a wee bit more, uh, a wee bit more pace on the counter attack. Just get that final pass to Ken or to Sakala or whatever you know. But uh, I Kent Kent's massive for us. He's an R one. Get the contract signed. Yeah, Cam <laughs> just brings up these wee things. Aye. Anyway, um, Cam, I was going to just segue you to John for something there that you, you said was really really good. And then you brought up somebody's contact and it's pure through me. Anyway, um, I can't remember what you said. Something good within that, Cammy, but you ruined it by saying something about a contact. I can't remember what it is. Sorry. Um, John, Janelli's um, second jail card. The, the, the boy Devil for Hass was pretty nippy today, wasn't he? Um, Barisic took a wee bit of umbrance for, for his first tackle and then they were pals. But does, does, Barisic, does Barisic win that second jail card that Janelli sent off? No. no. I don't even because Barisic is Barisic is talking to Devlin and the two of them have totally calmed down. The two, the two of them have agreed that the tackle's been that was fine, they were shaking hands. And Janelli comes around the back of the ref out of nowhere. I don't think Barisic even sees him. And Baris I think Barisic knows once he attaches to him that he can get him sent off just by reacting. But it was wild. Like it, there was no there was nothing in that whatsoever. I, I thought that's what Devlin does. Devlin's the Australian in black. Yeah. Like, that's what he'll do. He'll put himself about. He'll get any tackles. Um, I, I, I thought at halftime, I said to my mate, I was like, there's a red card in this game. This game's getting really nippy. Hearts are getting frustrated. Halkett's thrown in a few tackles. I felt like it was going to boil over if Hearts couldn't get the goal. And it just seemed like that's exactly what happened. I don't know what Janelli's doing, but he's, I think he's a young footballer as well. Yeah. But I think... I think there's a couple of questionable decisions with the ref throughout that game, to be honest. I think the goals and handballs are penalty, but I also think if we've got mere cameras at Scottish football, we'll probably see the balls out for yeah. Gary McKay Stephen, but we can't yeah. tell because we insist on only having two different shots of angle at our whole league. It's the same every week. It's why we can't tell if decisions are definitely onside or offside because we've got one camera on a main stand and one that seems to fleet about. That's it. It's, it's like embarrassing. You watch English Premier League football and they can computer generate what they think's happened and where the angle is based on the amount of cameras they've got. And we're trying to make decisions off of two. 
So I think I think next Nick Walsh had a pretty poor game today. Um, I, I think like I think I've covered people have mentioned that. I think somebody mentioned it earlier. Goldson's is definitely a penalty for me. The hands just out a little too much, but I also definitely think the ball's out of play when McKay. Yeah. And that's what Goldson's clearly complained about because I think Goldson knew that it hit his hand as well, so he was trying to get in there first. But let's okay, I was going to get to that, but Kerr, um, the ref did go cards happy in the second half. I mean, <laughs> the one for the one for Tav. Um, like, That's the one that, yeah, that, that Tavernier, Tavernier propels forward because Devlin leans into him. Yeah. You see, because I seen it in real like, time and I was like, oh yeah. my god, it did look like Tavernier elbowed him. And then when you see the replay, you see Devlin just make the back for him, and Tavernier then propels himself forward and hits the guy in the back. I was like, that was a free kick to Rangers. But never giving a penalty, so it's always disappointing when a ref doesn't dish out a penalty <laughs> to wind people up. Yeah, he wasn't he's great. Nick Walsh, he was going with a lot. I think he was getting, hearts were getting frustrated. You can see it with the players, or fans. And I think he just started dishing out yellow cards to then just players like Tav get one, then McGregor get one for the time wasting, and then Borna was getting one for the handbags. And I think it was just, he was trying to even things up. Generally, he was stupid. As in the boy Devon, I've seen hearts a few times. He's like that every game. It's not just against Rangers. He's like every game. He likes to just wind people up. He's into back him. It's nothing nasty. He's just constantly running about. And he doesn't mean to kick you, but that's the way he plays. Ten. So I'm going to just... I'm sorry, I might have lost that one. It was tw- I thought it was 10 yellows in the red, to be fair. The ref had brandished. Um, but he's been cut happy, Cammy, hasn't he? That's just bonkers. That's like crazy stuff, you know. I mean, I can't even mind who booked for for uh, kicking the ball away towards the end or flicking Ken, into the Ken. Ken. And there was two or three instances prior to that where he didn't. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Nick Walsh. I think how can you have that many bookings in a red card and Morelos isn't one of them? <laughs> When has that ever happened? That was that was the only one I was waiting on for my bet builder, Morelos, to be booked. Like there's only one. Um, he did have a bit. I do like the idea with the Morelos one. Not that would ever take us out of the game, but I like the idea that Morelos can go and tell the Hearts fans to shut up and wind them up as long as he stays inside the pitch. But if he if he steps over that line, it's definitely a yellow card if he does the same thing. (laughs) Players just go celebrate with fans with no animosity whatsoever. But you can stand in front of fans and just wind them all up, and it's not a punishment. And then McGregor's was the best one. That was that. Yeah. Big, McGregor staying booked about seven seconds yeah. before that for goal kicks. He was, he was doing it. The, McGregor was doing that the first half. Kicked all the way twice in the first half. He's a yeah. fuck, he's an absolute fucking idiot, but he's he's ever idiot, so it's brilliant. And he's back to his best. Cammy, we've spoken about this and all. He was roaring at the defence most of the game. Um, that's what we want to see from him in it. I that was the that was why his performances had been, in my opinion, from our point of view, had been questioned because you're that used to him going nuts at Borna and Bassi and, and and we were losing goals, three goals in the semi final. He never bothered his his backside. He would, and I think you want to see that crab at Alan McGregor back. The Alan McGregor yeah. that's making saves and and what have you. The hunger looks as though it's back for him as well. Um, and he undoubtedly has has, has had a, a positive bounce from the the new. I mean, he barely made a save up until three weeks ago. You know, <laughs> I, know. I mean, it's I think the Hearts game, the, the the game at Ibrox, he had a couple of saves against Hearts. But across the season, every time there was a shot at him, it, it went into the back of the net. He's now 
he's now saving like two, three, four times a game. You know, I, I'll, I'll, I'm great to have Griggsy back. So uh, long may his performances like that continue. And when Alan McGregor was booked, he definitely mouthed the refs are fucking fanny. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Which we all agreed with. Yeah, I seen someone put that in the comments there. Did, 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 did I see McGregor mouth that? Yeah, he definitely 100%. did. 100%. McGregor's getting, this is going to be his last season. Um, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He, he's getting too long in the tooth now for it all. I think I don't think he can actually be bothered pulling off all these saves, but. Um, I can't, I, can't, sorry, I can't wait until he's working for Sky and he's sitting alongside Chris Boyd and he's doing... <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, dear. Uh, listen, let's let's make his last season a good one with a, with a League and Cup double um, and get a load of clean sheets between now and the end of the season. That's uh, And so that Alan McGregor goes out on a, goes out on yeah. a proper high for the, the fantastic... I mean, 440-odd games, I think they said yep. in commentary. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's fantastic. That's fantastic across across two spells, you know, and we'll never have a mad keeper like him. <laughs> I know this is match reaction and it we could probably keep this for another pod, but what do we do? What what what, what do you what, what do you think individually, care, uh, care? What's your thoughts on that that uh, question? Ah, this one in time, I don't know. Well, obviously, you're bringing somebody better. I know a lot of people are clamoring for a young boy, McCrory, but I don't know if we go down that route. I don't know if we bring in a foreign keeper or somebody with a bit of experience I'm not sure personally I don't think John McLaughlin is good enough but that's just my own personal opinion I was very similar to that um, Kerr but I thought McLaughlin played well and Leon I like yeah. McLaughlin with the ball at his feet really do John what, what's your thoughts when McGregor goes I, I think McLaughlin's good um, I think McLaughlin's absolutely fine I, I, the one thing with McLaughlin is you get you definitely a better distribution um, so against lesser teams I do like that but and that's that's almost similar to the West Falling in argument. <laughs> you get better distribution if you have him in goal. You lose something. But Alan McGregor, Craig Gordon, those two keepers are generational. Yeah. There's a reason why that there's a reason why they're still references of two best keepers that Scotland have, is because they're generational. They've been around for 20 years and they've been the best up and down, whichever one it's been in that whole time. You could even chuck David Marshall into that era as well. But it's been those three. There's been nobody else that's broken into that that team. And it's because the freedom were so special. You're just going to have a situation. It was like they, they took on Fave. Somehow it seemed to happen that Gorham and Leighton appeared at the exact same time. Just yeah. There might be somebody come from nowhere. Like Alan McGregor was in the youth team, right? We brought in Latizzi and he ended up in the Rangers first team. Kind of came from nowhere. So there might, might be another keeper that we have not even seen yet that in a couple of yeah. years will come through when we've had McLaughlin. But I think McLaughlin's uh, ready made to take over. Cammy, what's your thoughts? I think the guys have pretty much pretty much covered that. I've nothing nothing fresh to add on that. I think McLaughlin could uh, could to do, I, I would rather spend. I think it would cost a few quid to get a, an international quality uh, keeper like uh, like McGregor. So I think that the, the money can be better spent elsewhere. I think John McLaughlin, yeah. Robbie McCrory, Jay Hogarth. Um, etc. etc. We've got um, we've we've got keepers there, sort of thing. You can get your fingers heavily burnt bringing in an international class goalkeeper, can't you? <laughs> Folks, thanks for joining in. Um, remember to subscribe and hit the like button. The like button's massive for us. Um, Rangers are now seven points clear. Um, yep. The other half, of, the other part of Glasgow play today. Um, at three o'clock kickoff, they're at home in Motherwell. We'll see how that unfolds where we finish the day. 
Um, we finished four, we finished four. Um, I know someone's saying that ball, but above my head's make my head shine. I know it totally is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a good performance overall. We're, we're, we come away from Tynecastle with the three points. It's six points in the capital, which William was saying that was brilliant. Tomorrow, tomorrow is Monday, and Brian's been hitting us with some unbelievable questions today, by the way. So, what is happening tomorrow, Cammy? Sheriff. Cammy, I know I've heard you. You want to go. You want to go as far as you can. So, are you sheriff. a are you a I, sheriff man? And then that's listen. That's not saying that they're a they're a gimme at all. Listen, they went to Real Madrid and and won in the in the, the Bernabeu early in the season. But we've played Barcelona. Listen, I've been to Barcelona, Porto, Dortmund. Um, I I would like something fresh sort of thing. No matter who we draw, the second leg is at Ibrox. We want the second leg to be meaningful. So that yeah. is also part of my rationale. I would worry if you went to Dortmund, for example, and uh, Haaland was playing that the game could, you know, that, that scares, scares the life out of me. If we are playing the first tie at Ibrox, fair enough. But I think for me, Sheriff is the is the tie that I would uh, I would prefer um, if if there's a if there was a one that I could pick if there was a hot ball that I could pick out that would be the one. Kerry, okay, your thoughts? Probably agree with Cami. Someday we can keep the tie open in the second leg. Obviously, everybody likes the glamour ties, but sometimes a glamour tie could be over on the first leg depending on who we get. So let's keep let's get hopefully we get a team we can keep it open so we can buy tie box and maybe get a chance. Of, doing something. John, are you the same as you all for just trying to keep this European run going? Because I, I actually feel I was just, I would like I would like Barcelona, not yeah, it's a glamour tie and we have been there before, I know, but I, 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 maybe I'm just being confident. I think we could I don't I don't think they're the team they are have ever been. I know they're a great side, but I I'm not saying we could beat them, but I don't think we'd be out of it after the first leg. Nah, I think once Xavi gets um, settled in there and brings in the young players that he's already identified, Barcelona, by the time we play them, they'll be absolutely phenomenal. I feel pretty comfortable that. I watched the second half against Bayern. First half, they were completely undone, but they kind of controlled a lot of the possession in the second half, which concerned me because it looked like, oh, well, that's sort of like a Xavi team. There's a couple of youngsters they chucked in. I wouldn't want Barcelona. No, I want Sheriff or Zenit. I think those two. Zenit concede a lot of goals. Zenit are very open in the way they play. I think we could counter-attack against them. Um, Sheriff, I think that Real Madrid result aside, look probably on level where we would have been if we were in the champion in, the, in their same Champions League group. We'd have probably got similar results if you take out that mental Real Madrid result they got. That was quite the shock. Yeah. So I would be Sheriff or Zenit for me. I don't want, I don't want Bas. I'll take Barcelona in the next round. I don't want them in this one. So, so you, so you are all wanting to progress. I was just hoping. Glamour tie. We've done what we had to do in Europe and get this league over the line for me. Anyway, um, prior to that, or just after the draw, Wednesday night, we play St. Johnson. St. Johnson. At, at Ibrooks. Um, Kerr, we just need to keep the ball rolling here, don't we? Just keep keep going with these games and just keep picking up these three points. I was at St. Johnson yesterday. I've got nothing up top. I know Chris Gain hit the woodwork, but apart from that, Aberdeen kind of had the game in control and all they scored a goal it's probably a handball and, but St Johnson don't have anything the two best players yesterday were Bryson and uh, Ali Crawford the only two was looking to go forward Chris Kane runs about does a job up top but he's not the greatest finisher and they've got nothing out wide Middleton was playing but David Bates every time the ball was pushing him off I don't see any I don't see any problems against St Johnson I think they're poor 
the fans round about me yesterday were shouting for Callum Davison to be sacked. So I think they a lot of team me a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence out at them now. So Big Xander kept on it, made a few good saves. So I think it should be a comfortable one, but don't take anything for granted because we have to turn up first of all. We don't take anything for granted at all. Um, Cammy, do you think we'll make a few changes for Wednesday? Uh, one or two. One or two. I think uh, three home games before we go to Pataudry. Nine points. That's oh, simple as that. Um, St. Johnson, Dundee United, St. Martin. It has to be nine points. And then you, you go to Pataudry. You know, I think across the three games, I think he'll continue what he's doing. A wee, a wee uh, tweak here and a wee tweak this player in and that player in and, and what have you. You know, I think he's uh, he's they're, they're well uh, well skilled with, with regard to that. But we just have to keep doing what we're doing. See if we can get nine points and rack up a few goals, even better. Because obviously you're wanting to keep uh, make the most of home games. And I think the six points that we dropped in home games earlier in the season, I think we want to get back to Ibrox being that being that fortress and uh, scoring three or four goals if we can. If we can do that across these next three games, um, even better. That'll take us to Pataudry and find Fettel. Yeah, take, take us back to Cammy. That's a very good point, with John, John, what Cammy's saying. The next three games is St. Johnson, <coughs> Dundee United, St. Mirren. Um, and me and Cammy do best the rest, which is on Patreon for £2 a month. The link is in the description. Um, these are the three teams that are so, that was a so bad a plug, wasn't it? Um, it's me and you, not you and Gabby. But these three teams are the teams that are joined, are the teams that are off the boil. It's it's probably we're, 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 it's a good run of games to get to Pitodri. These are the three off form sides. We're expecting nine points, aren't we? Well, we should be getting nine points against those teams, yeah. But you just it's hard to tell. I think Dundee United, if we look back at the game we played them at Tanadice, I know it's a different name and I know they're a bit of a different side now. They're struggling a wee bit of form, but it's always hard to tell with Scottish football. There's like six points separating the bottom seven. Yeah. Like that's mid-table down. So see, folk, I've seen folk asking for Tam Courts to be sacked. Callum oh. Davison should have left when he had the chance. St- people wanted Stephen Glass sacked for Aberdeen three weeks ago and he's won three in the bounce and now he's fourth, uh, one win away from fourth in the league. Yeah. The, the league's so tight because Rangers Celtic Hearts have been picking up every point they've been able to, um, that's been available to them up until recently. We should be winning these games at home anyway. We should be winning all the home games. We shouldn't be dropping points at home. We haven't been dropping points at home. The only thing I will say is those three teams, although they're out of form, Dundee United and St Martin are decent away form. Um, they've not been terrible overall this season in the last five games. That would be my only thing to to look out for. But yeah, God's sake. We should be taking three points off everyone. We should be taking three points off everyone with the exception of Celtic at home. That should be the, There should be guarantees. That's how those leagues are decided. And then it comes down to old firms. Yeah. Um, this was somebody I was actually going to talk about. I'd forgotten, but CGM's brought it up. Um, wasn't in the squad today. Um, Cami, what is going on? Have we got another Ryan Jack in my hands here? Well, I, I, I replied to somebody on uh, social media earlier about it. If Kemar Roof wasn't injury prone, he wouldn't be playing at Rangers. It's, it's that simple. He's, 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 he was injury prone when he played at Leeds. He was injury prone when he went to Belgium. Uh, so it's, it's not a great surprise. He's obviously, this is the injury that he picked up on international duty. He's obviously came back. I'm, I, I am assuming it's a reoccurrence of the injury. Um, it, it wasn't particularly good on, on Thursday night in, in, in my eyes anyway. So um, 
we just have to wait and see. Geo doesn't tell you very, <laughs> doesn't tell you very much, sort of thing, you know. But I just think we just have to. I think we 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 expect it. We came our roof, you know. It's. I think uh, my only surprise is that it's taken to November for them to pick up the, to pick up the first niggle. You know, it's <laughs> it just it, it is what it is. His, his body just doesn't doesn't appear to to, to uh, be good to him sort of thing you know so hopefully it's just a shock to him because the more op- the more options we've got available the better for this for this congested schedule I think um, we'll end it soon folks just thanks for watching remember please like and subscribe but before we go Cam I was going to ask you a question um, is Conor Goldson going to sign a new contract? <laughs> uh, I doubt it no I think that I think that ship is uh I think that ship has sailed. Sadly, I would, I would love, I would love him to sign a, uh, a contract because it will be a huge, it will be a huge loss. But that's for Ross Wilson and the the, the scouts to find a, a a replacement if we if we can get somebody that's available in a pre contract even even better. Um, but I, I don't think so. But goals in the last two or three games has been excellent. Uh, much much more like himself. So uh, long may that continue. So it's. 23 on a Sunday, folks. We are seven points clear in the league. Um, Aldo's been a good supporter of the podcast from the start, so he, he ends it on a note of we shall not be moved. We're top of the league, folks. So I just want to thank everybody for um, listening in. Um, thanks to Kerr, Cammy, and John for joining us. Guys, thanks a lot. Um, good chat. Good chat. Thanks for everybody for listening. Um, Apologise for Martin appearing and scaring them who was having a chilled Sunday. That was a sight to behold. But yeah, we will see you all soon, folks. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.